You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Our number two of the Fantasy Football Frenzy from the frozen tundras of Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. <laughs> it's a cold one inside Studio 34 this morning. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Matt. Got to turn the mic on. Yes. The winner so does tw- that. <laughs> First one of 2018. There you go. One of many more to come. All right, so... <laughs> Frigid Studio 34, Frozen Tundra <laughs> Studio 34. Soldier feel out this joint, but we're going to sit here and get it done. Hopefully we don't have head colds uh, this week. Um, somebody won DKMS Challenge for Week 17. That person will be going to the Super Bowl. So when we find that person, we'll uh, be able to get them on and uh, congratulate them and see what their plans is for the big game. Uh, coming up this hour, we're going to talk about the NFL coaching changes, things that went down. But um, I guess... Okay, let's start with the John Gruden thing, right? And we'll, I'm going to keep mm. it in the short segment so so we can move past it because I know I'll y'all be all crazy sometime, my man in, in, in the chat. Why do we have to move past it? The, the, because I want to talk about the Rooney Rule and the Raiders not adhering to the Rooney Rule. Myself, personally, this is an awkward situation. I think you go get your guy, but I do think they should have to be, be held accountable for this, Jake. I don't think so. I think at this point, to what you're saying is what you that first part is what I agree with. It always happened. If you want to go get your guy, you go get your guy. If you look at it, it is a touchy subject, and that, that I think that's smart by what you say. Keep this in the short segment because we get really out of control. No, I mean, it really could. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I completely understand the intent behind it, but in all honesty, like one of the reports yesterday was about the Giants going to look at the running back coach that got let go by the Broncos, and a lot of the reports were, at least it fills the Rooney rule, which is just honestly counterintuitive to my point because not only is it disrespect if that's the only reason you're bringing the coach in, but he's the second African-American coach that they're bringing in. So he's not the Rooney rule. This is, so people are assuming that, that this guy has no chance of being the coach of the Giants because he's just filling the Rooney rule. So I, I understand the intent. I think we're better than that, and I'm to your what you said first. is If you see your guy out there, if you know who you want your guy to be, that should be it because otherwise it's just a dog and pony show. You're just bringing this guy in just to quote-unquote fill a rule. They go in there and get their guy, Matt, but I, they do. They, 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 the rules are in place. Yes, and I, I get what both of you are saying. Hopefully in the next couple of years we won't even need a Rooney rule. Mm-hmm. Let, let's look at it that way. Uh, I mean, I think Mike Tomlin's one of the best coaches in football. He's been one of the best coaches for a long time, in my opinion. I wish he was, you know, uh, head coach of the Bills, but that's not the case. So that's what I'm going to say there. Well, somebody's talking ownership and stuff. I do think whoever, if they, if the Raiders want to interview someone for, for for the Rooney Rule, you take that interview and it can only help you. It can't hurt you. Yeah, anytime you get a chance to go sit down. Now, also, like, listen, you you don't want to be the guy to go sit down and everybody knows it's a dog and pony show. You don't want to be. You got right. you got to come back to the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? But this is a, this is a different situation right here. Like you said, ownership is taking stuff like that. But I do think, hey, the Raiders go out to hire their guy. I do think they should be held accountable in some form. Maybe not as egregious as taking away draft picks. But we will table that right there. When we come back on the other side, we go YouTube Live and we start to break down. Oh, let's talk about these coaching changes. And let's start with the Oakland Raiders. It looks like John Gruden's going to be their guy.
Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source 24 hours a day. Telephone lines open, taking your phone calls, 844-843-6879. You got some kind words you want to say about the homie Ted Finn Jr. Phone lines open, 844-843-6879. Rest in peace, Ted Finn. Uh, he made it through the season, so there you go right there. So we are in memor- memoriam for Ted Finn Jr. today, right here in Studio 34. Black Monday, Ted Finn Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome in, everybody in the YouTube audience. Like I said... We are mourning the loss of Ted Finn today, so we're going to get that done. If you have any comments, you know, we got to give one. It is a Tuesday. We normally give out a game ball, so before the end of the program, we'll give out a game ball to, to our friend and colleague, Ted Finn Jr., who is no longer with us. Matt Medica, the Oakland Raiders, uh, it looks like they're going to push forward and make the hire of John Gruden. He's going to come back to the sidelines. Got that fire in his belly, going to come back into the coaching reins inside the NFL. At least with all the signs point to, you know, um, John Gruden taking this job. First, what do you think about the decision to fire Del Rio? And secondly, what do you think about... What do you think this team is going to be able to do with John Gruden? I've said it in the past. This is like to me. This is like when this is like when the Warriors fired Mark Jackson. This is like okay, we got to get to the next step. We're not going to do it with this guy. Look, I like Del Rio, but this was a huge disappointing season. This couldn't happen. They had really high expectations, but you mentioned the fire in the belly for Gruden. Anytime you dangle an ownership percentage to somebody, that's enough. That would get me fired up, I'll tell you that much. So, yeah, I'm excited to see Gruden uh, back in coaching, especially in Oakland. He's got some, you know, nice pieces here. They have one of the best defensive players in the... uh, Khalil Mack. In in Khalil Mack. And, you know, you get a Roquan Smith and stuff like that. That's... Ooh. That could be That kid was balling. That could be a, a terrible twosome coming at you. All right, so, Jake, Mr. Sussman had made the very wise and astute commentary earlier on Roto Experts that John Gruden ain't won nothing in a while. You know what I'm saying? And John Gruden is, you know, known as his offensive guru, this offensive genius, really nowadays become more of a television celebrity than the X's and O guys. But we've seen Gruden's quarterback cam. We've seen him on Monday Night Football. I'm sure he still knows the game. I would be happy to have John Gruden as the head coach of my team. Do you think this is an overhyped hire, or do you think this is a this is something that can take the Oakland Raiders to the next level? 
No, it was a knee-jerk reaction and it was an overhyped hire, both of it. Like, the knee-jerk reaction was a lot of things went wrong for the Raiders this year, but a lot of things is, wasn't expected from the season before. You had injuries. You had poor play from your quarterback. You want to pin all that on Del Rio? I don't even think that's fair. I don't even think he's been there that long enough to, to pin all of it on him. So I think it's a knee-jerk reaction for one. Two, John Gruden, I think, is a very overrated hire. I, the best thing he's ever done is Monday Night Football. And he oh, used to wow. say that. That's a, let's talk about... The fact that the loss of Monday Night Football, I think that's the biggest thing. I think, that's the, I think that that's the biggest role I want to fill over the weekend is just not the coaches. I want to know who's replacing Monday Night Football because you're going to lose him. This is going to sound John crazy. Gruden, go ahead. Go ahead. Go no, with Gruden and I'll tell you who will replace him. John, John Gruden, 54% winning percentage. Won a Super Bowl with Tony Dungy's roster. Hasn't won a playoff game since 2013. John Gruden is one of the most overrated hires. 2003, you mean, right? Not 2003. Hey, that's 2003, yes. Yeah. yes. yeah, no, but uh, look, he did win it with Tony Dungy's roster, but Tony Dungy couldn't do it, and he did it. Uh, yeah. Look at what he had with the quarterbacks, Gannon and Brad Johnson types. Gannon won the MVP. Brad Johnson won the chip. I, I get the pros and the cons here, mm-hmm. but, you know, Oakland's a place he wanted to go. It w- was one of the places. The Tampa Bay was... Uh, I'm not saying he's going to be terrible. I'm just saying it's a very oh. overrated hire. One of, one of the names I thought we'd hear more about this year was Todd Haley. Really Nobody know. likes Todd Haley. He's the most hated. The most hated everything's uh, yeah. the NFL is such a rehash league. It's so aggravating. You look at all these rumored coaching hires across the league, and I'm not talking about the coordinators and stuff like that that haven't really had a chance yet. I'm talking about all these names getting pulled back in, like Haley and Shermer and all the rest. It's like, go at, like, how do we have what just happened with the Rams? And more teams not want to like look for that next I, young great mind. I, I agree with you, Jake. I think that's one hundred percent. I want I want to get back in here right quick because I want to bring this in for fantasy purposes right quick. This is going to be the thinking. This is going to be group talk with John Gruden coming in. This is the year that Derek Carr breaks out. We just got <laughs> past. This is the year that Derek Carr breaks out. We just we just did. This is, this is the year Derek Carr breaks out. Now you bring John Gruden in, and it's going to be Jake. This is the year Derek Carr breaks out. It is going to be because he's the quarterback guru and all those film sessions from the past couple of years that we keep watching and the Gruden, Gruden's corner, whatever, that Gruden's quarterback room, whatever, mm-hmm. he yells at the players at the other side of the table, you know, but then he ends up loving everybody. He loves it. <laughs> he like this, you know, you can be the most awful quarterback ever and then, oh, I still love this guy. And so, you know, I think if you look at what he's supposed to do, you hope Derek Carr can take that next step. The thing that I'm going to go down to is still fantasy purpose-wise Derek Carr could still take a next step forward and be one of the 10 best quarterbacks in the NFL and still not that good in fantasy. It's a very real thing. It's the same reason I haven't been on Derek Carr his entire career for fantasy purposes. He's a good NFL quarterback. He's just not good when it comes to fantasy. Not every quarterback is going to translate on both sides of the ball, so or both aspects of the game, I should say. So if you look at Derek Carr, maybe he can, but you're also getting rid of Michael Crabtree. Let's let's leave that void out there and see what's going to replace that because that's He'll, a huge loss. Michael Crabtree would be a Dallas Cowboy. Mark that. Um <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I, I do think they need they need more. They have like a Des Bryant to fill that kind yeah. of role. I think they need that game breaking speed. But another name I haven't really heard too. What about Frank Reich? No, I think Frank Reich. We're going. I'm going to get get to, to some of these names out there. Also, guys like a Frank Reich. Guys like I don't think Brian Leftwich time is yet, but I do think Brian Leftwich will be pushing to offensive coordinator role. But as far as Derek Carr, Matt, are you going to buy into the narrative? John Gruden in town. Derek Carr breakout is coming. 
I, I look, I don't know if he has to have the... What, what's the Derek Carr breakout? 5,000 yards and stuff? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I think it's More, getting, I getting think, to I, the playoffs. I think he's a good NFL quarterback. They had a bad year. It, it, it was just... It was terrible. Amari Cooper didn't uh, take a step forward neither. I, Crabtree, who... They're parting ways from Crabtree. Yeah, so, Crabtree so party's was, over. Yeah, there was you know, definitely something going on there. It just seemed like this was a dis- dysfunctional team. Uh, and that's I think that's more of the reason why Del Rio got fired and stuff. But, but I'm not giving up on, on an NFL level. I'm not giving up on Derek Carr. Okay. The, thing, the Del Rio thing, I think with John Gruden saying he would come back, I think that is important. And I think that's kind of what pushed Del Rio out, number one. Number two— right. Number two, the national anthem thing and not getting that team. Bringing Marshawn Lynch in there, the national anthem thing. Mike Tomlin fixed it in Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin got in there and was like, okay, we're going to stop this right now. And he fixed it. Jack Del Rio did not fix it in, 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 um, in Oakland. And the Lynch attraction, I think, all led to the demise of Del Rio, Jake. So, so uh, secondary. I'll, I'll, I'll- uh, it's, I'd say tertiary. I'd go way okay. down the list before I think that got involved. Because there's teams out there that had the same thing. There's teams that still had people towards the end of the season taking a knee. It was only two or three players, but that's obviously not a complete roster on the same page. So you know, I think there's a lot of teams you can make that for. I think what you said at the very beginning, that's the key here. It was, we can go get Gruden. Sorry, Jack Del Rio, you're gone. It's like similar to like a lot of things. If you could say, hey, I'm going to go get the, the, the Ferrari and yeah, I can get rid of my dodge dart yeah. i'm gonna do it like i think and that and i'm not saying i still think it's an overrated hire but that's the appeal of what the raiders are looking at is like we can go get this esteemed really great coach and uh, sorry jack you're, you're gone it's kind of like what brad pitt did with uh, jennifer anderson he said angelina jolie <laughs> sorry yikes that's what how that's kind of how it goes sometimes listen sometimes it just happens and listen i've been on the other side of that so you know what i mean it is what it is so you go ahead jack del rio i'm quite sure in the meteorocracy cycle that is the nfl you work your way back as far as the broadcast goes this is no no programmer is bold enough to do this but the perfect person to replace john gruden in the monday night football booth because monday night football is a show monday night football is entertainment i would hire charles barkley <laughs> I, I, I think like, what, what you're trying to do there is like when they hired who, who's the comedian uh, Miller, right? Yeah, Miller. yeah. Dennis Miller. Who, Dennis well, Miller. I, I like Dennis Miller, but he wasn't. Yeah, but I'm no, saying why not? Like, That's because um, he was talking about like the kids in the Algonquin kids table. And was like, what the hell are you talking about, Dennis? I, I do love Barkley. I look the Gruden thing with me is like you said. He loved everybody, yeah. and it was just like, he was becoming more of a, like a, a character to me. And then he's got these Hooters and these Corona commercials. That was it, just, it, it was time for him to get It was time for him to get back to football. John Gruden, no hey, doubt about it, is a celebrity. I'll tell you the option. Here's the real one. I'm, I'm dead serious when I say this, too. Jay Cutler, Monday Night Football. Oh, that would be that would that that would be interesting. I, I just want to—he has to smoke while he's doing. <laughs> that would be like fantastic. Tony Romo likely locked into his deal. I don't think Rex Ryan is ready for Monday Night Football no, yet. No, no, no. Bills, Bills Sweet. Mafia would not like ready? that. Ready? There's, there's, no, he's not ready for anything. I don't yeah. listen to him drawing on anymore. <laughs> Can we bring back John Madden? What about, what about Mike like Frank? <laughs> what about the Pope, Mike Francesa, going in the booth? Oh, <laughs> Mike Frank. I don't think Mike Francesa <laughs> last in the booth. He worked too hard on the radio all in the years to take a job going across the country. Yeah, going across the country, working on Monday night. You know, Mike Francesa. I don't think that's going to happen. So, having a good time doing this, talking with you. So, we got the Gruden thing out the way. There's other NFL jobs that's uh, open also. 
And uh, one gentleman I think did not deserve to be fired is the former head coach of the Detroit Lions, Jim Caldwell. See if he gets right back into the NFL this year. It's going to be interesting. Break down this Lions job. Talk about some of these names of these coaches that's going to be talked about over the next couple of weeks. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Sad day here inside Studio 34, mourning the loss of Ted Finn Jr. Ted Finn expires at the end of the season, towards the end of the year. Um, all the Goon Squad, everybody in the YouTube chat, I want 100% thumbs up in the YouTube chat for Ted Finn Jr. Everybody who enjoyed uh, Ted Finn, watching him swim around that dirty-ass water, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, for the past 17 weeks, I want 100% Thumbs up in the YouTube chat for the homie Ted Finn Jr. Let's go ahead and get that rocking. 844-843-6879. You want to give a verbal shout out to Ted Finn Jr. We got you covered on the phone lines also. So once again, and today we do it in memoriam of one Ted Finn Jr. Um, Yeah, and we're, and we're also launching into an investigation. Bill's Mafia at the center of the investigation. Uh, so... If, Maybe Bill's my thing. Well, I was too carried say, away. I'm, I'm now cherishing the the six hours I had on Sunday with uh, Ted Finn. I was one of the last people, not the last person. Yes. Here. And, like I said, <laughs> Notice we, he put that in we, there. I we, wasn't the last person for the, did when the investigators come. We did both yeah. freeze here on Sunday. One hundred percent thumbs up in the YouTube chat for the homie Ted Finn. Jake, I don't think Jim Caldwell deserved to be fired. Record with the Lions, seven game over 500. Did not have a running back. Lost Calvin Johnson unexpectedly. Uh, Jim Caldwell deserved one more year. You disagree? A hundred percent disagree. He, he needed to go. And yesterday was proof why. Because all of a sudden you play free. You let uh, the open, Jim Bob Cooter open up the playbook and run some of the things they did yesterday. Golden Tate has one of the best games of the season. You're running plays that are trick not even super trick plays just like little change up plays to throw the defense off yesterday was one of the best games that the lions have looked over the entire season i know you're gonna say oh well it's week 17 nobody really cares at that point but you saw what the offense could do when you just let it open up and let cooter do do what he does jim caldwell was a drag on this team and i don't care about the running back situation he was a drag on this team for years he needed to go the the most important thing about week 17 and what what uh coaches need to watch the tape on is Look what you do in week 17 when everybody, like Jay says, they're they're free. They go for it on fourth and three, fourth and two. And, you know, at some point we have to, like the Eagles are the one team that started doing it this season. More teams need to start. If it's fourth and two and you're like around midfield just over, say, you're in the opponent's territory, go for it. I mean, a lot of these teams, I think that needs to start becoming more of the new norm in the NFL. Do you think the head... The, um, do you think the obviously ag- aggressive play, the football gods love that, number one. Do you think the guy to take over in Detroit is already in Detroit, Matt? Is it uh, Cooter? Is it, um, 
I always mess. I always mess well, the dude name up. Terrell Austin. What's his name, Jake? Well, I mean Jim Bob. I, I guess that's the defensive coordinator. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, what's his name? Terrell. Is it, Terrell, is it Austin Terrell or Terrell Austin? It's Terrell Austin. Terrell Austin. Do you think that guy is in the on? Is on is, is, Stafford. Is, Stafford loves Cooter. Yeah, he said it yesterday. I mean, we talked about it on Roto Experts. How if I'm like Josh McDaniels, this job would really be intriguing to me. I'd want to go there, having the Matthew Stafford in place, having you know Golden Tate, Marvin Jones Jr. You can get a running back in this draft via free agency, whatever, and just build on your defense. Hire a good defensive coordinator. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you know, when I got the guys there you, already. Yeah, I mean, so, but maybe, maybe that guy feels okay. or yeah. something like that. But Cooter would make sense to me. Obviously, I would think that you know he would get an interview, but it doesn't sound that way. What do you think about? Yeah, it, it it seems like Cooter should get an interview. It seems like um, Austin will likely get it. Austin probably been interviewed. Austin will likely get an interview. Also, Jake, but do you see the Alliance going outside the organization to make this hire? I don't know enough about the Lions front mm-hmm. office to be able to say that. I don't know what they like to do. And if you want to say that Cooter gets his chance or Austin gets his chance to stay with the team, there's already been teams requesting to talk to Austin. So they might have other teams to deal with that for that fact. But Cooter hasn't even rumbled so far. I mean, the, the Lions every single day, yesterday, all day, and then this morning too, names that are circulating through of who they're asking to talk to. So at least as of right now, it doesn't seem like either one of them are considered to be an in-house candidates. Well, real quick, who does Jake's friend, the Lions fan, want? As oh, yeah, fan? that's interesting. That's a good question, man. Who are your Lions fan? You want me to text him and ask? Yeah, yeah I'll text him and ask. How about yeah, that? Send him a text and ask him. That? That's I'll send him a text over right here. That's a good thing. Yeah, look, who do you want to coach the Lions? I'll do it right now. Yeah, send him a text and see uh, what he says. I would like to hear it from a, a fan's point of view. Also, ask him if you think Caldwell should have been fired, but maybe <laughs> it's just me on that. I'm oh, he's no, hundred. He's a hundred percent with me on that one. Okay, yeah, you, you like, have yeah, been carrying the water for, for yeah. Se- the Lions no, no, no. coaches seven what? games over five hundred. That's impressive to be the Lions coach with the playoffs back to back years. When you when you put it in that, yeah. That's a, that's a tough. That's a tough. I do want to see who they replace him with. If they yeah. replace him with somebody that's like, eh, then he should. Yeah, they, they, they go if they bring in Jeff Fisher, I would be like, what the hell yeah. are the Lions so, doing? <laughs> what is the percentage that we're betting Fisher get? I, I think some team is going to hire this guy. It'd that'd be crazy if some team bring Jeff Fisher in with all of these um, interesting candidates out there coming up the coaching rankings. Like we mentioned earlier, look at the Rams, the home run that they hit to keep recycling mediocrity is one thing. But a name out there, Matt, that I do think could be a guy that could turn around something quick if he has the right pieces is Pat Shermer which that's also recycling we've seen Shermer before but I think that Shermer is Shermer might be the number one guy on the market this year if you're a team is is it too early for LaFleur as you not have I mean say if you got LaFleur and a Jim Schwartz to be a defensive coordinator yeah I don't want Jim Schwartz in my team I got his answer by the way what'd he say he said he wants Matt Patricia and to keep uh, Cooter Oh, keep Cooter and bring Matt Patricia well, in. Well, I, I got to assume if Cooter is going to stay, he's getting yeah. in a substantial raise. Yeah, no doubt. If, if he's not going to be the head, he's getting passed over to be the head coach. So, Well, that's the thing. You know, I don't know because Cooter's not being ru- – like, nobody's asked to talk to him yet. Maybe they line is going to wrap him up. Maybe. I don't, then, or Jay- maybe just people don't think he's got enough of a pedigree yet because, you, of, like you said, maybe the running game. You think this Matt Patricia idea is going to work because the Patriots – coordinators Patricia and McDaniel seem to be the hot names if I had they to go are. one give me McDaniels over Patricia I don't really know too much about Patricia yet what do you think I would too well here's the thing with like so one is Patricia deserves a lot of credit for what he's been able to do with that defense and how good it's been playing the second half despite 
what do they have? They don't have much in that defense. So credit to him. That's the reason he's out there, and that's the reason he's in the conversation with other people. The second part of it, though, is if you look at the history of coordinators leaving the Patriots, it's a very small amount of people that have success. I mean, look at the last two. The same time we've had Romeo. two go out the window. Cornell and yep. Charlie Weiss both left Yikes. at the exact same time. That was the last time this happened where both went out the window, and both of them were failures. Miserable, miserable failures. Both genius. <laughs> that didn't Another really one. work too well either. <laughs> Matt, if you know, you're a Buffalo Bills fan, besides the Bills Mafia, I just wish that game was home for them this weekend. Um, if you had your choice of any one of these coaches on the market to ruin, to not ruin, to run your franchise <laughs> for the next few years, give it a shot. Which one would you think is most intriguing? Me, myself, personally, I like, I do like the idea of Shermer, and I like the idea of the OC um, in Philadelphia that used to be your coach. Yeah, I'd want to, I'd want an offensive mind. I'd want to interview Reich Cooter. Yeah. I would definitely want to interview as well. I think he deserves at least an interview. Uh, if you want to say Shermer, I'll bring him in. I I, I want to go more of a, more of a younger type guy. I'm trying to think who there's another guy. Even the floor, mm-hmm. I, I'd want to at least interview him and see how he comes across. So I, that's what I'm going to try and do. That's the route I'm going to try and go. I wanted an offensive guy. I've seen the Bills. We had Rex Ryan. The Bills always have a good defense, and you can get a def- good defensive coordinator. I, I just think they've always been late to the dance on the offensive side. Jake, when you look at a situation that your team is in with the New York Giants, um, they have to make a coaching move. They're going to make their decision. They've already got their general manager in place. What do you think? What do you want the New York Giants to do, and what do you think the New York Giants are going to do? I want the Giants to go out there and make an inspired choice, but they didn't do that with the GM, so I don't know if they're going to do it with the head coach because this is your chance. See, we talked about during our target, and Joe and I were saying they're playing with house money right now. If anything goes wrong, and this is the point that I made, if anything goes wrong and they have to redo this entire thing in three years, there's built-in excuses right now. There's built-in excuses of the contract situation, what to do with Eli Manning, Odell Beckham, and the cancerous situation with the cornerbacks and Eli at like the the, club, the clubhouse is a mess and all this other type of stuff. So there's built-in excuses if it doesn't happen. You'd be like, like, all right, it didn't work, but there was a lot that that guy had to deal with. So that's one of the reasons I was hoping for an inspired GM choice. I hope they do the same thing with the coach. I'd like to see them go after one of these younger guys that start to be impressive. But everything you're reading about Gettleman and the front office from the New York Giants is they want some with a pedigree. They've already said they're not going to make the same mistake that they did with McAdoo. So you're looking at somebody that needs some type of either been a head coach or has been a coordinator for a very long time with a lot of success. So that's why I think they're actually going to go more the route of the other names, the bigger names that you're hearing. McDaniels, maybe not Patricia, and then all the other ones that are being circulated around. So I'm not super excited about what the potential is going to be out there for them. This sounds like Shermer. Would you, eh, would you? They haven't even talked. They haven't requested to talk to him yet. Really? That's interesting. He's Here's the, the, the whole thing I have a problem with the Giants, too, real quick to go back to this, is when they said that they wanted to do this whole Gettleman thing because they wanted to get ahead of everybody else. This is why I said that was the stupidest reason ever, because they're ahead of nobody. They're right in the same boat as everybody because you had to wait until Sunday was over, and now they're in the same room as everybody else requesting all these interviews. There was no head start on the head coaches. Get the hell out of here. Spagnola's right there. If the, <laughs> if the Giants 
Hire Jeff Fisher. Would you boycott? Oh God! Oh, hundred percent. I already gave that. I said, you know me. You cannot change teams, Corey. But if you look at it, carte blanche to everybody. If Jeff Fisher is the coach of your team until he's fired again, inevitably, because it will happen. Until then, you feel free to boycott your team and root for somebody else. Yes, you can. But you have to come back once he's gone. Yeah, you have to come. That's the rules right there. You cannot go to the Golden State Warriors. (laughs) Nah, you know, you know, you know. When NFL fans do, they go to the Steelers because they. Figure the Steelers is going to be involved. <laughs> NFL fans, when they boycott their team, they no, go to the you Steelers. Can't, you can't front run a team either. You yeah. can get somebody on. Like, you can well, even switch to the Rams on the up and come if you want, but whoever wins the Super Bowl, you can't switch to them. If they you, fight, can't if they, do, you can't do Dub Nation, but you can do Gucci Nation. Oh, yeah. See, no, go, that's too much for me because as a Cowboy fan, I'm not going to root for the 49ers. I'll be honest. If I was, hey, if I was to leave I my Cowboys, I'm going to the Jets, to be honest. That's tell me you would like, I, I tweeted this on Sunday. Tell me if you, like, I said, let's boot the sixth team out of the playoffs or in the NFC. And put the 49ers in, and tell me everybody wouldn't be scared about that happening. That would be that would be that would be <laughs> Gucci. This is the summer of Gucci. I mean, this is the winter of Gucci. I don't even know what y'all. I'm right, right. You know what? Gucci could be the head coach. Somebody gonna hire Gucci Garoppolo to be the head coach. <laughs> if he's not single, he need to be because yeah. I know his belt is real strong around. right now. <laughs> Shout out to Gucci. All right. Um. Come back, continue to talk about some of these coaching changes. We want to talk about some of the younger guys that could get a shot this year. It's Fantasy Football, Friends of FTSY Radio. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Fancy freestyle tonight. We might give Chris Ventura another shot at all uh, at his rap, but it, that is a wild shot. It didn't go too well because uh, Ventura was like, in the, "Rap to that song." Well, it was, I forgot what beat it was, but in the break, Ventura was like, "Yo, I got to rap." I'm like, "Ventura, don't do it." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't have to do this, Chris. We only got one set. We got the little short segment left, Chris. You don't have to go out like this. We did, get into the. Did Matt seg- ever show you the South Park thing so you knew what I was talking about? Uh, this the South Park thing. Yeah, let's let's play. Yeah. No, wait, wait, hold on. The, oh, the South Park thing I did not see, but. Florio, oh, I guess you guys show him that Matt, so he knows why I asked about if he likes fish sticks. I'm, I'm definitely going to show me before we leave out of here today. It's probably something we got to do on the fourth floor. Hey, Florio, you got um, you got the young homie Chris Ventures. All right, so yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna cue it up. Uh, the young okay. homie Chris Ventra. Okay. He tried to. Well, I was hosting Fancy Freestyle, which I'll be doing all this week. Myself and Ventra, he wanted to spit some bars, and I'm like, Chris, you don't have to die on this cross. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't. Have to, it's just a short segment, Chris. We can just talk this one out. We don't need to feel that much. Let's just go ahead. But Chris said, Nah, I wrote something, and he wanted to get to it. So we, I was like, All right, Ventra, go ahead. The world is yours. So we're gonna get that that loaded up. We're gonna play that for you. Here's bars. Also, Ted Finn Jr. Memoriam. I, I wanted 100 percent thumbs up in the chat. I'm looking at 13 right now. 
We got to do better for that than Ted Finn Jr. Ted Finn Jr. came in here. He sat in that water that looked like urine one time for three weeks. You know what I'm saying? Never made a noise. Never made a peep. We got to do better for Ted Finn Jr. on his day of, of, of remembrance. That's easy for me to say. All right. So what we got? What we got, uh, Mr. Mr. Mike Florio? We ready to rock and roll? So, all right. So there you go. Matt, you have a you have a freestyle anything? No, I'm not a freestyle kind of guy. I you know I do not like the old Wall Street days. Yeah. I do like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think you know most white men best. You know, Eminem was good with it. But yeah, that's every you know, Eminem's great at it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's like the outlier. Right. Here we go. Here we go. Get ready to rock and roll. Get ready to rock. We're about to drop the beat right now. This is this is Chris. This is Chris Venture. Let me set you up. Bring you in. Fancy freestyle. FNTSY Radio. Final five. Getting ready to go into 2018. I got the young homie, the closest to Chris Venture. Go ahead, Chris. Shout out to the site for Dilly Dilly. We taking it down. It's your boy and the exec every year. We hold on. Let me restart. Let me restart. I messed that shit up. I messed that shit up. Real quick. Okay. All right. Here we go. Shout shout out to the site for Dilly Dilly for staying strong. It ain't. It ain't speeds. It's your boy, the exec, but we can hold down the hold down the bars. Man, it's not your thing. It's not your thing. It's not your thing, Chris. Yikes! I'll say this: you should allow JV closures on the mic. <laughs> Somebody wrote in the chat that uh, Chris Ventura was no Scott Angles. <laughs> Scott Angle freestyled yeah, at, at the yeah. at the drop of a dime, and he get it popping. But uh, Chris Ventura. I'm going to give Chris Richard one more shot. He's going to give a chance to write the rest in peace song for Ted Finn. Other than that, Jake, I'm not letting Chris, I'm not letting Venture freestyle no more. The finishing mailman said, wow, he raps like a white guy. That was worse than I would actually expect. Yeah, there you go right there. there, there. Well, hey, hey, here's the thing, too. I did I, I did House of Pain went back on what you like to call the mothership. I did that one, but I did it to the beat, and I did the lyrics. I did the lyrics. Like, I, I didn't the freestyle. Actual song. That's the one thing. Like, I will give credit, especially to Scott. Like, I, I'm very – I would do terrible at freestyle. Like, I can't think of the words off the yeah. top of my head. Like, I can't. By the way, did you see that guy from um, The Roots? What's his name? The one Black that was Thought. on Fallon? Black yeah, Thought. did you yeah. see how long he, he went was, on his was, original one, the 10-minute one that he did on Sirius XM? Yeah, that was 10 minutes long. That was crazy. Of that, freestyling. I don't know how anybody does that. That trended, That was the number one trend on Twitter that night and, and into the next morning. Like, wow, people were really – Shock with the roots that black thought from the roots. He's been getting it down like that for a minute. Shout out to the city of Philadelphia. What up, Matt? I thought about the king yesterday as I was getting ready to watch the winter classic. Ace Freely, they had oh, uh, that's I, right. I my wife, but that's Scott's boy. That's right. Ace <laughs> Freely performed New York Groove at the winter classic. Oh man, I'm, Engel probably had a press pass. Engel was in that press box in City Field last night. I guarantee you that. <laughs> Engel was in that press box. So there you go, right there. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. What do we got for Ted Finn? I right, so far look at this. Come on, y'all, do a better job. Give a, give us a thumbs up for the homie Ted Finn. Don't Ted Finn, don't let Ted Finn go out like that. <laughs> Sit up here in Studio Thirty Four, and then um, you can't give him. Yeah, like you that. can't give him a shot. Hey, J- yeah, don't do that, Jake. You think Greg Schiano gets back into the NFL this cycle? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Nobody's even talking about him yet. He's mm-hmm. not even like this. He's the fringe. Like I, I would. I would put Jeff Fisher before he got in. <laughs> not, not like my choice. Yeah. I'm saying like I think. Yeah, like he left I, a I bad taste in people's mouth. I'd hire Greg Schiano and Greg Schiano Jr. and Greg Schiano the third before I hire Jeff Fisher. Yeah. But I think that Fisher's getting back before Schiano is. 
Wow, Jeff Fisher coming back to ruin another franchise. What do you think, Matt? Some of these guys like uh, Shiano, um, Swartz, you know. Some, so I think Swartz might get back in this year, too. I don't, think, I don't think Shiano gets in because if anybody tries to hire him, there'll be a Twitter outrage again. And <laughs> they'll pull that offer off the table. So, you know, he's not getting ahead. He'll be a, a coordinator the rest of his life. The Schwartz stops. That has to stop, too. Like, unless he's bringing Wentz and Lane Johnson and Darby and Jeffrey with him, like, stop with the Schwartz. Yeah, stuff. I agree. Stop. I don't think Schwartz should be allowed to be a head. I mean, I don't, I'm not hiring no head coaches, but I don't want Jim Sports head coach in my franchise. I, that's that's recycling mediocrity right I there. I do want to see uh, Frank Reich get some interviews. Though. That's the one I think is interesting. Some of these names right here I think is interesting. Uh, Frank White is one I think is interesting, Matt. Uh, the job that he's doing this year with the Philadelphia Eagles and Carson Wentz, I think it was admirable, and I think he might get a shot. And he look, Bill's Mafia. Frank Wright, right? Yeah. No. And he's a University of Maryland guy. So Mr. Yeah, Sussman can, so Mr. Sussman can get behind that too. Jake, uh, Paul Gunter is a name, the Bengals defensive coordinator that we've been hearing around a lot. Do you think he's ready for a shot this year? Is this his cycle? I don't know enough about him. Okay. Honestly, I can't, so I can't speak for that. But you talk about the Eagles too. A lot of people are talking about DeFilippino for yep. the, the development of Wentz. But that, so now you're going to the second level underneath because he's just the quarterbacks coach. So I don't know that he goes. I don't know anybody goes that far. Maybe he gets a promotion to the offensive coordinator with the Eagles if that situation opens up, or he goes somewhere else and gets his next promotion. I don't think he'll jump all the way up. The, the, the only one I can see maybe making a leap from. Very little experience to becoming a head coach is Wilkes from the Panthers because a lot of people are talking about him. There's the connection with Gettleman with the Giants already. You have that connection there. And I think somebody else already requested to interview him. I don't know if it was the Lions or somebody else, but he's the one that I can see making the biggest leap. All the rest of them are most of the names we talked about. You said something interesting earlier today. I want to ask you this again. I said this on Roto Experts with the guy Wilkes. I think he could be this year's Rooney Rule candidate, meaning that he can rack up the most interviews. But you said... It's not the Giants. It's not right to call him that because he's no. Like, that was the Giants. That was the Giants with the, the running backs coach from the the Broncos. So the Giants had already requested to talk to Wilkes, yeah. and somebody said that the running backs coach I can't think of his name right now from the Broncos was going to fill the Rooney Rule for the Giants. I said that's the one. I was like that's not fair to say that because they've already. If Wilkes was that, they've already filled their Rooney Rule by asking to okay. speak to Wilkes. Understood. So understood. That's what I was saying. It's like, and that's the whole problem again to go back to the Rooney Rule. But so for the Giants specifically, the the people dismissing the running backs coach for the Broncos are doing it. Incorrectly, because that's not why they're asking to talk. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. The the homie Stephen is in Massachusetts. Stephen, sad day inside studio thirty four. Day we lost a friend, a pal, a buddy, a colleague, and Ted Finn Junior. Yeah, sorry. Uh, condolences to Ted Finn. How you guys doing tonight? Doing well, today. Doing say. doing well, Stephen. Happy New Year. How was your New Year in Massachusetts? Oh, it was awesome, man. You know, I got to, I got to hang out, watch some of the games. Um, actually, uh, when it came down to the season, I ended up getting eliminated early. Mm. But I just want to say thanks for all the help that you guys uh, that you guys did. You know. But no, thank you, Stephen, and thank you. One of the first people to call the show, mm-hmm. one of the first people rocking out with us. So we definitely appreciate that. And I'm sorry you didn't get a chance to get that championship this year. You'll you'll get it next year, Stephen. And yes, thanks for uh, calling in and supporting the show, Stephen. What you going to do with no football now? Are you a Celtics fan? Oh yeah, I am. Uh, I, actually, I watch all of it. Like I, I watch the Celtics. Uh, I'll be checking out like the hockey games, and I'll be waiting for the Red Sox to come back. Like I'm a big Bruins fan too, so I, I definitely like to check out the hockey and stuff. 
There you go, right there. Good man. That's She's my man, man. Stephen and Mass. He's a Boston sports fan, so shout out to him, Dilly Dilly, to Stephen and Mass. And then he gave a shout out to Ted Finn too. And I think everybody should um <laughs> I say Ted Finn switched to the bong water and couldn't handle it. <laughs> Listen, Ted Finn was in some murky water in this studio some days. Some days it was pretty bad. It would have killed the lesser fish. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> You can wade through slop, but the cold's gonna get you. Yeah, they, there you go. That Ted, that that we poor Finn, because we looked at him this morning and we shook that thing, and he was just sitting in there. And then Mr. Sussman put some food, and the food kind of just landed on Finn. And I was like, oh no! <laughs> it's, 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 I don't mean to laugh, but I just, I just, I just pictured it. It just is over for Finn, man. They're like no, he's moving. I'm like no, nah, it's just yeah. it's over. I he remember like laying on. Yeah, it was just like on his on his stomach and on his little fish stomach. I remember we me and Nando went over there and got Ted Finn from um from um I don't want to get him no props because they don't advertise on the program. So me and Nando we walked over there and we got Ted Finn and they put him in a little plastic. It was the cutest little girl in the in the store that day when we went over there and got her and uh, it was like a family business it was a little girl and her pops and she was trying to get from behind the counter and we went and we bought Ted Finn as a gift for Mike Florio who asked for him and uh he didn't he didn't he, 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 he didn't yeah he didn't he didn't he after we got him he um he let him go so there you go right there Ted Finn it was a lot of fun for um Working with you, you can get, I, hey, look, we one. can get a dog, and he's called Sa- Saquon Barkley. Oh, I like that. We got to get a puppy and name him Saquon, but then somebody got to really clean up behind that puppy, though. See <laughs> <laughs> that puppy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the puppy can't be sitting in the cold. Exactly. Yeah, we get a puppy in this joint. Then <laughs> I'm a, if I see a puppy come in this joint, I'm asking for a raise. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fifty football frenzy, FNTSY radio. Come back, talk a little college, talk a little. Coaches searches and see what's going on. It's it, Frenzy. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com slash premium and learn more about our awesome product. Back up and Adam, Fantasy Football Friends, the final segment of the day. Got some dates for you guys. Uh, February 4th is the Super Bowl Sunday. U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Easy for me to say. Uh, February 27th through March 5th is the NFL Scouting Combine. That's where um, Dalvin Cook draft stock dropped last year. So hopefully that doesn't happen to anybody this year. Uh, March 14th. March 12th through March 14th is that like little tampering period the NFL gives you when you can reach out to potential free agents. And then March 14th is when the league year starts and NFL free agency signs. The NFL draft is from April, uh, from April begins on Thursday night, April 26th, is at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. How about them Cowboys, Matt Medica? Yeah, no, that's a nice place to have it, though, at least, you know. Like it's big, at least, you know. I'd like to go watch a game there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be back in Philly again. He did it one time, and it was a raging success, and it was actually somewhat vocal. It was interesting, too, Philadelphia. So, 
I guess they're going to start moving this thing around with the um, the uh, the NFL draft. Give everybody a shot, not just Radio City and the fans. What? What? We had a bunch of those stupid Jet fans every year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I just thought about something. Roger Goodell has to come to the podium at AT&T Stadium. <laughs> yes. That's going to be a lot of fun, Roger. Out. Yeah. That's going to you be You might a, not hear the first bit. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun, Roger Goodell. Now you have to answer to Dallas Cowboy fans on their home turf for stealing a season from us for no reason, Mr. Goodell. That's neither here nor there though. Some of these other coaches um Wait, wait a minute, before we talk about these, anything else going on? How was everybody's weekend? Matt, how was the Winter Classic? Did the Rangers win? The Rangers won in overtime. Uh, Henrik Lundqvist is now 4-0 in outdoor games. I enjoyed it. I, I love it. It looked, uh, looked like the fans, you know, as cold as they were. I'd rather be sitting at that than Times Square on uh, oh, Sunday Oh, yeah. You know. Locked up in a pen, pretty much. No, no, no. I would wearing the pens, no less. <laughs> Jake, what do you think? How was how how was the uh, the holiday weekend? How they go ringing in the New Year's? And uh, did you watch the Winter Classic? <laughs> no, I tuned in for like three minutes because it was during Notre Dame and Auburn's games. So yeah. those were the had on the two TVs. I was watching Notre Dame with the sound. And that was a great game celebration. Notre Dame football, yay! And then uh, I was watching the Auburn USC UCF game, so I didn't really get to see much of it, but. It was good. I was actually disappointed Mariah wasn't as best as she was last yeah. year. All we got was that random thing asking for her tea, so hopefully she got her tea. She wasn't a disaster. That, that she was, was randomly funny. stopped She's asked like, about that. I was promised hot tea. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to do something about that this morning, but forgot, <laughs> forgot that one. It happens. It happens, Matt. Don't worry I gotta about say, it. I got to say, best she, you know, she looked really good. She looked no, she, 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 no, she can still get it. Damn, she can still get it. No, she needed the hot tea because half her body was hanging out of the. Yeah, you know, Jake don't like exposed. that. Yes, Jake don't like that. Um, Jake, I, I'm sorry. Did, 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 who won the game? Notre Dame or LSU? I didn't watch Notre that Dame. one. Notre, Notre Dame, Dame won. You see right. that catch? Nah, I, mean, I, I just I probably was napping and I got ready. Boykins catch, man. Ooh, was, there was hand fighting. They just kind of went up and got it with one hand and to, to hold the guy to get the hell off him. It was great. Shout out to UCF going undefeated on the season. Yeah, um, they are they the real national champions? UCF. Uh, they did. Nah. They, they beat oh. Auburn. Auburn yeah, I mean, is why I said, I said it to Greg. This is why I wanted eight teams. But to Greg's point that he brought up too is they were still twelfth, and they still probably wouldn't have made it. This is a, we got to go back to this because go back to Boise State and all these other teams. Yep. Like there's they they lose plenty of mouth, but there's they win plenty. Where we got to start putting these teams at least in the conversation. UCF gets a big W over Auburn. Florida I would like school to see, versus SEC I mean, look, team. Why not just have the four? You know, have the eight, the four games on. You know, it would have been perfect. You could have tiered it down. Yeah. Or two on Saturday night, two yeah. on Sunday night. You could even do eight, and then like one of the eight spots has to be a non-power five team. Yeah. That's interesting. They that's a big time win yesterday. They were impressive. As long as they're like. 10 wins or something like that. I just kept hearing about Shaquille Griffin the whole game, that game. <laughs> That's when I was like, and y'all talk about somebody else. You know, I don't understand that like, he's a big thing, but... Can I just didn't like the letdown we got last night after how great the Oklahoma-Georgia game yeah. was. Yeah, but you knew that couldn't live up to it. Yeah. Wasn't. The Rose Bowl was... was it wasn't, it wasn't even I, close, though. And I thought the Rose Bowl was set. going to be the 845 game. I thought the Rose Bowl was going to be the late no, game. No, it's always for... Because, yeah, the, but, the number one seed. Yeah, and then, and then uh, the Clemson Tigers, but... um. 
you know, Dabo still did a good job. That still was a very good oh, well, team. What he done for that, yeah. for that uh, school? That yeah. Made them into a powerhouse. But, uh, this oh, is the, the other thing you missed in the Notre Dame, Corey, was like one of the best stiff arms I've ever seen in my life. And it was actually against Notre Dame. The guy to- hit him and they like pushed him to the ground. It was it was probably the best stiff arm. I'll have to try and find it for you. Hey, did you see how Carry On Johnson threw that dude off him, though? He stopped yeah, in his tracks, grabbed him, and threw him <laughs> off him. I was like, threw him away. The running back started doing that. <laughs> That's not fair. So. Interesting. Don't forget, coming up next, Fantasy Football, Best Friends Forever. Then we got Red Heat and Rage, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, right back here on Target Fantasy Football with Jake, Joe, and Chris. Shout out to my man, Ted Finn Jr. You get the game ball. Dilly dilly, we love you, Ted.